Hello and welcome to the Third Space Podcast, episode number 56, Tears of the Scientists, which is kind of a combination of the two things we talked about this time, the first being The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, the new game that just came out last week that I was very excited to play, uh, and so Daniel gets my thoughts, my initial thoughts on the game, but we don't spend too long on that, I figure I'll probably talk about it in future podcasts as well, so no need to belabor the point and have a huge episode on the game. Um, no spoilers. We talk about that for a little bit, and then uh, we bring back Daniel Does Science. Uh, Daniel hates this segment, and uh, I think he hated this one too, but this time I asked Daniel, is it alive? And then I asked a number of different things to see whether they were alive. Daniel actually did a pretty good job Maybe it's not as hard to assess whether things are alive as I thought they might be for him, uh, but he, he does a decent job at that. It's fairly entertaining, and the segment naturally leads into a discussion about education, how we learn these things, whether or not they're interesting, and so on. So we rant about that for the last 10 or 15 minutes of the conversation. It was pretty fun, uh, and we have a terrible intro and outro, so steal yourself. Enjoy the jingle. Uh, because that's your only hope. Uh, but I hope you enjoy the episode. Kick it off. It's the legend of Bennett. That's that's me. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, um, uh, legend. Le- the legend. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Terrible opening. <laughs> Among the worst. Leave it in. Leave it in. Uh, Ship it. The the Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom came out last Friday. It's a video game. Uh, it's a video game. It took six years from Breath of the Wild, which is largely regarded among critics as one of the best and most influential games um, ever. Uh, among mm-hmm. like, I saw something among two hundred critics. The consensus was that was number one. Yeah, uh, critics can suck though. Yeah, sure, but you are admittedly like like Zelda is your is it safe safe to say that's your favorite franchise yeah. overall? Yeah. Yeah. So there's not really even you you respect a lot of games and love a lot of games, but like that is your baby if you had one. Um. So this came out, and yep. I just want your first impressions. I'm sure it's this giant game, but I just wanted a quick like where where are you at? Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> nice descriptive <laughs> totally that's what i anticipated so um, let me give you yeah. a very quick uh summation of my opinion breath of the wild when it came out i enjoyed the game greatly i can't remember if we've talked about it on the podcast before however is a fundamental shift in the game design from previous zelda games previous zelda games are more or less linear not totally but more or less and they, they kind of have a structure whereby you go into these dungeons that are large and themed, and they have a themed boss, and you get a special item, and you do a progression of these until the end of the game. Breath of the is Wild. Is that what you love about them? Is that like yes. that's where your love started? Is these amazing dungeons? Yeah, the dungeons so are my favorite. And, yeah, yeah. Okay. the dungeons are my favorite because they're full of puzzles, but they're themed, and they're it's a crafted experience for the for the player. In Breath of the Wild, they changed that philosophy, and it was open world, and you could kind of go anywhere. 
and there weren't any traditional dungeons in the same sense. They had some kind of crafted dungeon-like experiences, but they felt they felt different in kind. Um, and I I was sad that my favorite part of Zelda games kind of took a backseat. And Breath of the Wild brought a lot of new things to the table that I enjoyed, but it was just a, a very different kind of Zelda game. Still a wonderful game, but something fundamental about what I appreciated about Zelda had gone away. Tears of the Kingdom now comes out. It's you know basically the Breath of the Wild style. Um, uses the same map on the ground with changes, um, and then adds in some new things as well. And so, is it graphically more impressive, or is it uh, exactly the close. same? Po- okay. Yeah, I I don't care about graphics that much. Um, so like, it probably is a little better since it, it was made only for the Switch, whereas Breath of the Wild was made for the Wii U and the Switch. But um, yeah, it's it's negligible difference um, graphically. So the art style is the same. A lot of the characters return as well. But anyway, so have uh, they just maintain that philosophy? Have they gotten you some dungeons? What is, uh, you know, I, I know not, that was a lot of feedback people gave. It's like we want yeah. dungeons. So I'm not far enough to give a definitive answer. I've made it through one of the kind of areas, and so one of the what I guess we'll call, I'm not going to call it a dungeon, but that's the purpose it serves. And the boss fight at the end was a, a new boss. And so it wasn't... Like in Breath of the Wild, all the bosses were kind of the same. I mean, they had different attack patterns, but they all looked the same. They were a pinkish blob of stuff. And in this one, this was a new boss. It looked like a, it looked and played like a classic Zelda boss. So I really appreciated that part of it. The, the lead-up to the boss was... It was crafted somewhat and linear and somewhat themed. It was aesthetically cool. So... Like, it's getting there. Uh, I want to see the rest of the quote-unquote dungeons, whatever I'll end up calling these things. And, and they could... It, it seems like a step forward is what I'm saying. It seems like a step forward. But this one that I played didn't live up to the best of the old dungeons. That may be asking too much. But so far, like, ultimately, I'm pleased. I'm having a good time. There are a lot of really cool things that I like. Um and some pleasant surprises that I've found. The mechanics have changed in a positive way, and I'm enjoying exploring again. And the game is really hard in some places. Like at the beginning of the game, when you only have a few hearts and everything kills you in one hit, and you find these amazing uh, enemies or bosses, and they kill you in one hit. And so you have to, you know, if you want to beat them, you have to try over and over. And like I felt one. Um, just the other night, it's a new a new big boss enemy in this game, and it took me I don't know, I dozens of tries, and, and I just get killed in one hit. If he hits you, you die, and so like you know you have to learn how to how to beat it appropriately. Is that the all game the telling you you shouldn't be playing? Probably, uh, this yeah, guy. probably yeah. so, but. You know, I don't know. I just wanted to beat it, and it's part the game, of the thrill too. If you're not it, supposed to, but you can, well, technically, you, then that's one of the that's great. That's one of, yeah. yeah, that's one of the great things about the game is that you have so many tools at your disposal to take on enemies. Like, especially with one of the new mechanics where you can fuse stuff to your weapons, you have so many tools at your at your disposal. And so I was trying lots of different combinations of things until I found something that you know, more or less worked and it allowed me to stay alive long enough to, to win. So yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far and I'll keep you posted on, 
on my enjoyment as I progress through the game, which will probably take me a few more podcasts <laughs> before I yeah, finish. Yeah, yeah. I'll be interested for quick updates and and kind of a sober, like once you're done with the game and you've gotten away from it. Because it's, I think it's hard to judge while you're excited playing a quality game. But you can already say definitively, it's obviously a it's quality a good game. game. It's, 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 yeah. it's, there's no question it's a quality game. Very Among fun. the best, even. Like, it, yeah, I mean, sure. Top tier video game. Um, right. But is it a top tier Zelda game? Uh, it's it's going to be hard to get back to what I loved uh, about the old Zelda games. And I, th- I think it's increasingly less likely that they make a, a Zelda game like the ones before. I think we might be stuck with this I think this you're formula. right. People might even be frustrated if they released a dungeon-based linear game and be like, oh, I missed this... Like, there's some you're spoiled with the sandbox in some ways i I don't mean well that's a whole nother discussion but it's it's so impressive for so many reasons that that it might even be detrimental to to gaming in some ways like unexpected ways yeah maybe so um i think it it's been a while and you've gotten a little too cocky just in general yeah. Um, and so I want to take you down a peg with Daniel oh, Does no. Science. Oh, man. I wish I'd been studying. I wish you'd give me a heads up so I could do a little, nope. little like H2O, nope. H2O's for hydrogen and oxygen, right? Okay, good. Nailed it. Nope. Moving on. No studying. Next segment. <laughs> this time, this time I, I think, listen, the last few times we've done this, you've actually done pretty well, if I remember correctly. And this is one I think you might be able to, to manage. So the, the problem theme, is I don't remember. You could ask me the same questions. I might answer very differently, and I that's kind of funny. <laughs> that is kind of funny. I might do that one time. But the theme for this Daniel of the Science is, is it alive? So that should oh, be easy, man. right? Okay. Just, just, uh, I'll give you a thing, and you tell me whether it's alive or not. I Okay. Uh, yeah. So before uh, – let me just pose this question to you before we begin. Do you want to try to present – a definition of what it means to be alive or do you just want to go through all these things and go with your gut and see whether or not you think they're alive i i'm trying to think if i have an interesting definition of what it means to be alive and i'm <laughs> that might not be funny so i need to go ahead and try um to be alive <laughs> i would think it, oh god it, it needs to consume in order to stay in this animated state uh it has an animated state perhaps so it can move mm. uh i mean obviously like plants aren't mobile and things like that uh and and they can blow in the wind but i don't even mean you know they 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 have like photosynthesis to they okay. there's some sort of consumption and there's growth it tends to be uh they need to consume to to do that growing yeah or create uh are you googling oh, does it mean You're to be fiercely alive? googling right now i'm not i'm not it wouldn't <laughs> be fun i'm really not um okay. i don't know man i All don't right. know okay i don't it really I, I'm, I'm already slightly embarrassed because no, it's no, such that's a dumb f- definition of being fair alive. enough because so because i'm thinking of things like oh i don't know if you say like well i don't want to guess what you're gonna say so let's go all right well we'll run through them and by the examples that I pose to you, you can, I'm sure you'll be able to kind of, by the end, construct a, a definition. Um, so, all right, well, let's just start off. Uh, feathers. Are feathers alive? No. They're what, not if, alive. what if they're on the bird? I mean, that's like fingernails are on a human, but fingernails are not alive. 
hair is not alive, so feathers are not alive. Okay. Yep, that's correct. By by the broadly accepted definition of alive. Uh, what about mildew? Mildew does grow. It does smell. <laughs> Building up that oh, definition. Man. I don't know if you're giving me the softball as a number two that I don't know. I'm not 100% sure on because I'm not. I'm not even... Like, I would want, I want to say, yeah, it's, it's alive. It's this mildewy, moldy. Mold is alive. I want to say yes. But I'm uh, the reason I'm hesitating is just... I'm just going to say, yeah, I think it's alive. Yeah, it's alive. Mildew's alive. Okay. okay. Um, what about viruses? That was actually one of the ones I was going to guess. And I'm pulling from... I don't know what, but I want to say it's not alive because I remember going, but it like, it's invasive and it like, and it has, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? It invades and it like, is, a virus is like a... Parasite. A, parasite, that is the word I'm, thank you. Um, it's not, viruses aren't a parasite, but... But that's the word I was looking for yes. and it's not a parasite, but it's not one. No. <laughs> Funny that you knew how, exactly how wrong I was. Well, because uh, viruses invade your cells and make use of your cells in order to replicate and because parasites are living parasites, and you're trying to avoid saying that <laughs> and yeah, viruses are not boom not living par- um, yeah. i was gonna say not living though because well they they either need the living in order and they can't be on their own so that might be another that, that might help me with my definition first of all tell me if i'm right and i was gonna say no i promise before you even yeah, tried to help me out you're right it's been debated uh, across time but I, I think the general consensus is that viruses are not alive. They're kind of, they're complicated. They're kind of more like little chemical packages, uh, but but they're not necessarily alive. They're animated, but they're, uh, is it because they're completely dependent on something else? Or, or, or you know, I'm kind of just thinking like, can something be alive? I mean. They're, they're kind of like little bundled up molecular machines uh, and so the the little bits of themselves just carry out their function when they're you know when they're put in a particular place, uh, but they they don't on their own have any ability to you know re- reproduce or, or, or yeah, grow okay. or consume yeah. energy or all of what you know those sorts of things. Okay. Um, so okay. yeah, again, this one has been debated, and it's you know it's a tricky. A, a tricky one. It's one of the trickier ones to assess. I but seem to just recall in science that. class going, yeah, oh, I don't really understand, but I memorized the word answers no. Yes. And, yeah, a lot of people like, like that. Yeah. All right. So what about bacteria then? I want to say it is alive uh, because I've heard the pairing live bacteria and like kombucha is, uh, you know, live, <laughs> like a lot. You're drinking something alive. And I've always thought, and mayonnaise is alive technically or something. What? Or And then people going, no, it's not. And and like there's mayonnaise? this sort of, have you never heard this sort of myth no. that it has, that it has live bacteria and mayonnaise? And that, that idea is really you, disgusting you to me. You mean yogurt? So, uh, maybe, but yeah, well, <laughs> yogurt and mayonnaise. Uh, mayonnaise. I really think I've heard mayonnaise. I thought mayonnaise was just... Um, essentially egg, egg whites it, it kind of is but so i don't maybe maybe someone telling me that during a fundamental like as i was internalizing what mayonnaise was they told me that and they were misinformed and they meant yogurt but i know like i've heard from, from <laughs> i've someone. never heard that 
Okay. Yeah, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm misremembering, but is it yogurt cruel, makes more sense? Is it cruel anyway. to drink kombucha then? Uh, yeah, and I love it. <laughs> I I am cruel. It I was just thinking so about gross. how it it is a an extreme taste. It's really off putting to some people. Like Danny B hates it, and I like it. But I will admit that it is harsh tasting, and it's not something you could ever. If, even if you were very thirsty, like chugging it, it's like there's a tang i don't even know tang's one of those words i don't know what it means by the way so What's like, that there's orange like orange flavored drink with the orangutan well yeah but it's got a bite to well, you can call barbecue sauce tangy you know sure. and so i don't but it's like this is there's something a little sour. fierce but not too yeah, sour and also like wow you know <laughs> uh it's got a little energy to it almost like it's alive <laughs> and so uh and even the Tang commercials you were talking about, like, it's a kick in the glass. You yeah, that's so right. Like I was that. trying to remember the motto. <laughs> you got it. And so it, it's also suggesting there's energy in that. That's true. Um, but yeah. but anyway, of course, it's not uh, in, in eth- unethical, but it is uh, alive. I will say that pretty confidently. Yes. All right. You're, you're right. It's one of the major... Man, uh, I'm good at this. I'm good yeah, at science. You're a scientist. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's one of the major categories of life. All right. What about uh, fingernails? Well, that's interesting that I said that earlier. And they said they're not alive. So I'm going to stick with, in fact, they grow. They are, but no, they're not. They're not alive. They're just part of me. But like, if you were to ask if my hand is alive, I don't know what, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know what that, that question seems wrong is what I would say. It's like, there's something off about the question, but fingernails, uh, no, not alive. So what about bones? Oh, you asked it in a way like if a teacher asked it that way, they'd go, no, I think bones are alive. That's what I, you've coached me to say in your tone. But let me think about it from my perspective and not picking up on your teacher tone. Um, no, no, I don't think bones are alive. I don't know. Uh, they, they heal. They, they, you know, you can break them and they heal. And uh, they're pretty cool that they... When you start thinking about growing and how it all happens in conjunction, that's amazing. You know, that's neat. Yeah. That we're able to grow. Like, if one of those systems were out of whack, your bones, weird system. things would happen. Your bones were a little, yeah, your bone system and your organ <laughs> system. And, like, you have these big old organs outgrowing your bones oh. and your skin not, like, growing, being elastic quick enough. Like, you can, you can imagine <laughs> them, you know, wheeling the guy into the emergency room. Yeah, what's wrong? His organs are outgrowing his bone system. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This guy's got his giant organs are out of control, man. Or his brain is like seeping through his eye, like his skull. I don't know, just weird stuff. But it all pretty much happens together. Um, um, bones are not bones are not alive. I can't I can't get there. You're gonna blow my mind if they are, but I'm gonna say they're not. All right. So what about a bone that you you know dig up in a cemetery when you're looting the grave? What about that kind of bone? Is that bone alive? That, like if like if it's if it's an animated dancing bone it comes up through the no i'm just saying hand. like a, just a buried i was trying to be funny i failed but a, like a, a <laughs> sorry, you know I'm try- a long dead body <laughs> it's, sorry this is a stupid a skeleton way to, this is a stupid way to frame it um but I, I was trying to make the distinction between a bone that you would find find from an obviously dead animal okay now contrast that with 
the actual bone inside of your arm, you know, in your finger bones or your, you know, your femur or something. Yeah, that's what my mind went Are to. Are those I was different? Looking at, I was looking at my arm and going, it's a bone, right? You know, yeah, there's a bone in there. A, and and uh, We've well, been told. Anyway. I don't know where, like, so I, and I am alive, and I wouldn't argue that, and, and I would, but my fingernails are not. I'm just saying my bone is not. But if you were to say, is my blood alive? Yes, like, that's uh, a good question. Like, uh, uh, there's <laughs> cells and, and blood lit, cup, couplet, couplet, bloodlets, blood, blood. <laughs> there's like something in there with lets in there, white blood cells and, and they fight thing. Platelets, that's it, platelets. <laughs> and like, yeah. So there's things in there, but I don't know if they're, they are alive. Like the parts of a cell, like the mitochondria. I'm saying science now. <laughs> Powerhouse like... of the cell. <laughs> All right, so um, bones are alive. If they're in your they body. They are alive? Yes. If bo- bones are in your body, they're alive. They're cellular structures and they... I should have listened to Teacher Bennett. Like yep. that's what you were telling me, but... Yeah, they're cells. Your Did cells you realize reproduce. you told me that? Yes. Did you like my I, analysis? Okay. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Like I'm not hiding the ball here. Um, with these, sometimes I try to be tricky, um, but I, I still don't understand because I'm really going to ask some questions. Can I? Can sure, like, yeah, like, I get that it grows, but like, and I get what this is really tricky because I'm alive. Is my hand alive? I mean, I guess by these definitions, yeah, you're, yes. I agree with your question, your 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 observation that is your hand alive. That's just a bad question. Because like what actually distinguishes your hand from your arm or your hand from the rest of you, it's arbitrary, right? Like, well, at some point it's not. If my brain goes dead, but my body is living, that seems not arbitrary. Like, like, but somehow there's a difference between like me losing an arm, consciousness like, and I can't be friends are, with you anymore. Yeah, consciousness and all of that. But yeah, consciousness and life are different. Yeah, yeah. So like, we're not talking about con. You know, is your are your bones conscious? They're not unless, you know, unless <laughs> your skeleton horrible. does come up out of the grave. Um, <laughs> so, but alive, yeah, it, it, they are alive. If, if it's in your body, if it's in a living creature, then yeah. But the bones that you find out, you know, when you're hiking or something. So um, why are my fingernails buried in your backyard? like kind of like bone? Wait, they're like hair. I know they're made yeah. of. Uh, your fingernails or... aren't cellular. Like they're, it's not, cells that are reproducing for your fingernails growing it's well i mean i guess they are technically cells but they're dead cells so, so it's like they're just teeth are just like external bones right yes like teeth are bones, bones so your teeth stuff. are alive that's why they can be sensitive to like ice cream yeah if you to bite in yeah or, you have nerve or, endings in inside your teeth so so if you have nerve endings you might well, do, do my internal bones have nerve endings? They don't. Yeah, of really. course. They do? I mean, yeah. I know all the like tissue around it does, but your actual bone... So, like, if on you were the to, inside, yeah. On if the you were to parts. torture me and you're cutting off my arm with like a saw, like <laughs> obviously ripping through... Obviously it hurts, but you're saying that my bone... It would hurt to my... Like my bones would hurt. That's yeah. a weird thought. I always thought it would just hurt because like getting a cut, a really deep cut and gash in the muscle... All of that, yeah. Now your I bones get it. aren't inanimate stuff inside you. Um, that adds a new level of horror for me. Uh, the idea of like, because I just figured the bone part, well, you know, that now, particular part of the cutting wasn't additional pain. You know, I don't know. I just, right now, what you know, the reason why it's a little confusing is because, like the 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 uh, 
your bones calcify, right? And that's what makes them hard. That's what makes them very tough and resistant. Yeah. Um, and so it's a special cellular process that goes on inside your body. And I didn't like, you know, I may be misspeaking on some of the terminology. I didn't go like refresh myself on the cellular <laughs> biology of bones before this, but, um, but yeah, they calcify. And so, yeah, there are bits, there are parts of your bone that, you know, if you really were going to drill down to a microscopic level, you would not consider alive, but, you know, considered in whole, your bones are alive. And then, of course, when you die, the cellular parts, the living parts, you know, die away and the hard calcified, ossified bone that remains is dead. So, you know, the skeleton that you find um, in your backyard when you're digging or something, that's dead. That's not alive anymore. Man. I, I'm still just sort of unimpressed. I don't, I mean, bones are alive. Okay. What, I, <laughs> just not, why again? Not Tell me again. It. Say it again. I'm, just, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorting well, through this. I'm, I'm not, sorting through this and going, wait. I'm saying, like, I'm telling you bones are alive. And you, when we get to the end of all these things, you can, maybe you can put together the reasons why. Why bones okay. are alive. Okay. What about a jellyfish? Ooh. I mean, they're very stupid. <laughs> they're almost no brain. Like More or less stupid than bones? I, I, I had it. <laughs> I feel like they're alive, but you might say that I could see this being debated because what... Don't they like? They don't have something. They're they're missing. I don't even know if they have a brain. Um, but obviously, bones don't have a brain. So they're alive. <laughs> they're alive. They're just like the question about are they different than a plant? Or are they just sort of a weird traveling plant? Uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, like I know that's a dumb, very dumb way to put it, but like they are barely alive <laughs> but they're barely i don't want to get into saying conscious because they're not even close to conscious like but but so i'm gonna say they yeah they're barely alive they are alive i won't yeah. i won't quantify how alive they are <laughs> but they are alive yeah. all right what about uh if you're eating a hamburger the sesame seeds that are on the bun of the burger um at that point no they're dead Seeds, seed. Well, well, I don't know. Like it's kind of like if you take a, uh, a tomato, and you know, if you plant, if you plant a slice of tomato, all the seed in there will actually grow. So it's So I could see a sesame seed have have potential to grow other, you know, sesame to grow sesame. <laughs> um, but which I don't know what it would look like, by the way. Now that I'm thinking about it. Um, all right, are they alive? A sesame, a sesame is, it actually grows in this big thing about the size of a pineapple and then the little seeds, they like kind of shred it. Um, really? Like, yeah. You, all the little pieces, they shred it kind of like, uh, kind of like lemon zest, you know? Interesting. No, I'm Sesame's... totally, totally oh. lying. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not I, real. I wouldn't know. I don't know what sesame, I just, like, I just know sesame oil and sesame seeds and yeah, they're a little seeds. I don't know what a sesame plant looks plant like. Plant looks like. I just pictured a boring green, like almost. It probably is. Thing. Yeah, it probably is something like that. So sesame yeah, seeds known alive, alive uh, or not alive? Well, I'm I'm even going if you extend that to seeds in general, or maybe one that's like I mean it has potential. So I'm gonna 
So, but is it is it like innate or inert or is it? Uh, I'm gonna say that it is. Ooh, if I'm filling it out, I'm gonna say it's. <laughs> it's a. It's not alive. <laughs> All right. Well, it was kind of a trick question anyway. Um, so it depends. The answer is it depends. If it's been cooked and the reproductive mechanism has been killed, then yeah, it's not, it's not alive. It's just dead matter. Um, but if it hasn't been cooked, then it's alive because it has the, even if it's dormant, then dormant, those, that was the word I was looking yeah, for. Those seeds can sprout. So that then, so then it dormant will be alive. Seeds are alive. Yes. Seeds are alive. Uh, what Weird. about, what about the burger that's on the bun? Um, like, uh, bacteria and stuff notwithstanding, I'd say, no, the burger is, is a de- dead. <laughs> okay. It was, a, it was alive. <laughs> what about if it's rare? Really rare? <laughs> really rare? Like, if it's mooing, then, you know, it's alive. Uh, classic dad joke. Uh, all right, what about the burger on an impossible Whopper? Uh, plant-based stuff. Uh, oh, this is weird, because what if it's alive? Uh, some of it might be. I don't know what the the heck is in impossible meat i mean or meat in quotes um i'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's alive tell me it's alive please no it's not alive uh dang it i would really like the idea of <laughs> vegans all high and mighty <laughs> well they eating eat. alive things you know? <laughs> they eat living plants all the time yeah they do so yeah, yeah um all right what about a carbon atom uh no not alive you're good at this. I mean, not that good. The sesame like seed thing, really, I just didn't know what to say. But all about, that's making, the, do- the dormant thing helped clarify for me. What about lichen? Do you know what lichen is? Uh, you is that like- the stuff on trees that looks... Yeah, yeah kind of. On like whitish graves, stones. Yeah, stones and trees and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's a good question. It's. I'm going to guess yes. You're it's right. Alive, I mean. Yep, it's alive. It's a lichen is a combination of uh, fungus and algae. I would have guessed it was a fungus in total, like which is alive. You know, mushroom like fungus is alive. So, what about milk? Uh, pasteurized or not? Not pasteurized. Straight from the teat. Well, I it, I don't even know. I actually don't know what pasteurized means, but I know it's like isn't it illegal not to, or so to sell? only when it's if your cows are not raised in a pasture, then it's not pasteurized. Uh, you raise yeah, it so. in your house because a pet. Like all our American milk is pasteurized. Yeah, because uh, we have pastures. And I think it's like killing something. I think I've heard, I'm pulling some some vague notions. So I'm actually going to say milk has alive elements. That's, I mean, <laughs> but is milk alive? I mean, that's a weird not, well, like I can't say that milk is alive. I don't. Well, I guess you can say a fluid. Is can a fluid be alive? Like fluid contains things that, like, fluid is. I mean, milk is mostly water, and water's not alive. So no, milk's not alive. Yeah, milk is not alive. Okay. I mean, what, you know, you you I, brought I think up the pasteurization the, process. Like, like, yeah, yeah. So is blood alive? Like the answer was. What was the answer? Well, I, that wasn't a question I asked, but it's you. It's a good question. It's a good one that would <laughs> make sense on this uh, attempt to catch you up. 
I would say yeah. that blood is alive. Get, I mean, but again, it's a composition of different cells, which are themselves alive. Yeah, so it would be nitpicky to say it's not alive. Is your point? Yeah, is like is like saying no. It's technically like this. It's mostly water. It's mostly water, which is not alive. So no, yeah, it would be it would be kind of like saying, "Are you alive?" No, you're like seventy seven percent water, or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of living things in me, but um, so much water. As an organism, yeah, you are a living thing. Blood isn't an organism, but so milk is not, not alive. And you're saying so? Do you do you know what pasteurized milk and unpasteurized? Because I thought unpasteurized uh, was some sort of, or pasteurized meant some sort of killing process. They, I mean, I, I, it is something like that. I, I don't remember. I, I I used to know at one time exactly what happened. I got you. But milk might be alive, man. No, it's not alive. <laughs> Milk's definitely not alive. Even like straight from the human teat, milk's not alive. It's like saliva. Uh, it's not alive. Okay. Fair um, enough. It's yeah. It's just a secrete bodily secretion, not alive. Just a milky, yeah. Um, what about a fossil? That, that seems pretty safe to say it's not alive. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> what about fire? Ah oh, man, I think any poetry around the world. I just, I just read Fahrenheit four fifty one and the poetry of fire and the mystery. Like there is something. There's a line in there about. Science gives us all this gobbledygook about what it is, but man, it's a mystery. It's it's beautiful, <laughs> and I think it might even say it's alive with like oh, an energy. Well, but Fahrenheit four fifty one says it. I'm gonna, it's 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 poetically alive, but it's not alive. You're right. Yeah, fire's not alive. What about DNA? Uh, that's a good one. Um, my, if I just go gut quickly, I'm saying no, it's not alive. Um, but and, and my gut's been okay on this but like DNA like that's who we like people try to attribute like whether you're a serial killer or whether you're gay or whether you'll be clean or not like you know the color of your now then the more realistic is like the color of your eyes and the and the potential like dispositions could be traced back so these are like the sequence that make that has a lot of our traits but I don't I don't so so that sounds like it's it's dormant potential, which goes back to the seed thing. So I'm gonna say it's alive. No, I'm, I'm, dang it, it's not alive. My gut was serving me well. What is DNA? I mean, I know it's deoxyribonucleic acid. Wow, How about that. Yeah, Seriously, I knew that. I don't yeah, know. It's just a molecular. It's, it's a it's, helix thing. It's a helical molecule, molecular structure. Yeah, a group of nucleotides. Yeah, but it's just, it's not alive. If you're a betting man and been asked, does does Daniel know what DNA stands for? What Really, where would you have stood on that? Mm, I probably would have bet against you knowing that. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I think a lot of people do know that one. That one's kind of drilled into your head as a kid. In the same way that like X equals negative B plus or minus the square root of yeah. B squared minus 4AC all over 2A. Like, like, I don't know. That's just, for some reason, the deoxyribonucleic acid is the same thing. Right. Yeah, but I I would have bet at this point I would have bet that you had forgotten that one, so I would have lost. I would have lost yeah. five cents on that bet. <laughs> All right, what about uh, the internet? Uh, no, not alive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. But it's interesting to go into sort of electrical impulses and stuff. You know, that's an interesting idea. Well, we are you know, we are we our brain is electrical firings te- technically, right? You know, right. Well. 
I mean, it depends on your definitions of alive. You know, by certain, by some definitions, I, I mean, I could imagine someone considering the internet to be alive um, in some form. But again, you have to, you know, it depends on your definition, whether you're on a more philosophical level or whether you've got some biological basis yeah for I'm, I'm realizing that, like, like, like we can say fire is alive in an artsy way you can say the internet's alive in a not just poetic way but a meaningful way it's it's a living but even the way you would say like the constitution some will try to argue oh, right a living, living document breathing, like their personification like it's useful personification for an argument that's sure. yeah like yeah, you're right like, or to even under, try to, they're making an argument on how to frame and understand like the yes. internet. But yeah. to say it's living and get and try and very technically defend it, it just sounds like you're not you're not gonna you kind of end up losing that. I agree. All right, what about an egg? Well, that has the seed feeling to it. Um, so I'm gonna stick with that and say it's alive. Um. So it depends. It's an just like with the seed. Yeah. It's an it's it depends. But you're you're right. Um, but I've heard that the the eggs we eat from the grocery store, like those are weren't going to be, like, who was it? I don't know. I don't know. Like they're not actually going to be chickens. They were not going to. Be, they were not going to be. So you right. consuming so, them is not killing chickens. Well, so an egg that you buy from the store is alive. It's unfertilized, so it can never grow into a chicken. But it's a single celled ovum. And, you know, that is a cell, that is a living cell um, to a point after about three weeks or so after. In the same way, like sperm, a sperm is, yeah. a sperm is alive and an egg is alive, like yes. a woman's egg. Like, yes. Okay. Yeah. They're, yeah. They serve so that's what you mean by the same yeah. per, reproductive purpose for the most part. Yeah. So it's alive to a point. Uh, apparently a hen's egg that you get in the store is alive, quote unquote, alive for about three weeks after you know, it comes from the hen. Um, and af after that, it's just biological matter. Um, but I actually did look this one up because I was interested in it. Like, even even though it's alive, like, I actually <laughs> read about how chickens reproduce because I was like, well, how does this work? The egg has a hard shell in it. So if it's alive, can it be fertilized after it's after the egg is laid? And, like, that's not how it works in nature, but technically you could artificially inseminate an already laid egg, <laughs> but, but it would be extremely complex and pointless to do that. Has, uh, it, been, has it happened before? I don't, I don't know. I didn't. I don't. I don't recall reading about that. So. So it all happens internally. Yeah, it all happens internally. It happens before the hard shell of the egg is formed inside the hen, so it's fertilized before that point. Um, and then, so by the time the egg is laid, you know whether you're going to get a chicken from it or not. How do you know? Wait. Well, I mean, you. I, I just mean like whether it's fertilized or not, whether the chicken was... Has happened, yes. Yeah. We as observers, all yes. the eggs look the same, but some are fertilized, some yes. aren't. We yes. don't know. Yeah, yeah, right. We incubate them. We put them in a little incubator and, uh, and what? Well, I mean, you know like if you're a chicken farmer and you don't have your, uh, your roosters you know, around and your hens are laying eggs, you know, they're not, they're not fertilized. So you're not going to get chicks from those eggs. Oh yeah. Cause they're still got a mate, you know? Yep. You got to do the old birds and the bees, the old Chicken, chickens and the bees. Cock -a -doodle -doo. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, 
and the fiddle over the moon. I don't know. Milk. Um, <laughs> what about saying things? My brain is turning to mush talking about science. I've said, science I've, I've said almost all my my science terms. What about uh, coral? Ooh, yeah. I think it's alive. Uh, my gut. So I'm not going to back down from this because I've heard about coral reefs dying. I've heard uh, it's this living, like, like there's some fact about the biggest living organism in the world is some coral reef. So I'm pretty confident in saying living. Um, so it's another. It depends. Uh, it's kind of like <sighs> I wanted a confident yes from kinda, you. Kind of like feel like I'm learning because all these it depends makes me everything you say <laughs> afterward. I listen. Don't get me wrong, but it like doesn't retain in the same way because it's just like a uh, can't be sure. So I can't. I can't say well. Okay, I was well. Right, you can be. You, know. you can be sure. It's just like bones in that the coral is alive for some period of time and then when it dies, it calcifies and that's what the reef is. You know, it's just leftover material like bones. Um, yeah, yeah. So you're you're right that coral is alive at some point, and then it dies, and it becomes the hard reef material with, with, that no longer has any cellular activity in it. I don't know that what you heard about coral reef being the largest organism. I don't think that's true. Um, but but yeah, coral is alive at least at some point. All right, what about it's soil? Cool. Oh, um, I mean. There are life-giving, like you, I'm just thinking you plant seeds in it and then it grows, it helps cultivate life. Uh, uh, doesn't seem alive to me, like worms exist in it, uh, <laughs> oxygen and stuff, manure, <laughs> manure, fertilizer, I don't know. Um, no, no, not alive. Yeah, you're right. It's not alive. Okay. What about wood? trees are alive so it, we'll go with an it depends if it's like uh, this desk right here is not alive but you could count the rings well this is probably fake wood <laughs> and see how many years the trees lived and so and trees are wood they're not it's not like they become wood once they fall that's a funny idea um they're it's like what is that i tripped over a piece of tree or a tree i guess you'd say tree branch so but like it just is wood. So, yeah, wood's alive until it's not, yeah. you know? Yeah, you're right. Exactly right. All right, what about an apple on a tree? I mean... Like flowers are alive, and that's and fruit is a form of, like, flowers. <laughs> fruit. <laughs> no, but, I mean, it's just like there's a... You have a a tree, a banana tree, and it's instead of sprouting flowers, it sprouts bananas. You know, <laughs> that's, that's not how that works. Yeah, I think it is. It's just like some some are pretty and smell nice, and some are tasty and smell nice. Like that's the only <laughs> major difference. Those are the two kinds of trees. Yeah, they're all flowers. We should just call them flower trees. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. Uh, um, well, apple. What? Well, it was growing. It's a It's alive. It's alive. Uh, fruit's not alive, is it? Gosh, plants are alive. <laughs> fruits, fruit. They come from plants. <laughs> is it alive? Yeah, I'm gonna say it's it's alive. Yeah, it's alive. An apple. Why am I overthinking? You've really got me into so. I'm so in my head. I All right. What about an apple after it falls from the tree? 
I guess it's, I guess it's no longer. Um, at what? If I'm eat, well, it just goes to like a salad too. You know, plants are alive, so when you're eating a plant, are you eating alive things? Um, the answer would be like, no, I don't think so. So I'm gonna say no, not alive. <laughs> it is alive. Well. It's, you know, an apple contains seeds, and the seeds are alive. We've already established that seeds are alive. Yeah. You could argue that the fruit part that surrounds the seeds is the just... The thing you're eating. It's just inert material, and only the seed part is alive. But I, I would say that, yeah, apples apples are alive. But see, that doesn't sound nitpicky to me. That sounds like a good distinguishing... You're saying, I mean, okay, I'll give you a seeds are alive, but just say, like... To say those because of those little seeds at the core, like that feels like yeah, but but like if I but said it's the hand same me thing, an right? apple, like, like no, you're... it's not. That's the, my point. Is it's not like you, if you say hand me that hand me that apple over there, and I were to cut into it and dig out the seeds and hand them over and say here you go, but like, you didn't hand me the apple. You just destroyed it, and you'd be like, what do you mean? It, so like yeah. the apple is not its seeds. Well, you're right. The apple it has all of its parts that it contains. Just like you're more than just the water that you contain. It's, to me, it's the same. We're, t- we're saying the same thing, right? I. Well, I will. I will concede that. So, blood would you say an apple alive? But you know, but you're saying an apple is not alive. If if you're telling me that you're saying it's alive because it has seeds. Um, yeah, if it's the seeds that are alive and not not anything else, then 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 yeah, I don't know. I'm having I'm having trouble with that one. It's calling an apple alive, and I don't think it's semantics. I mean, it's it like whereas I will say blood is alive because of all the stuff in it because it's primarily that stuff. That's what makes it blood. It's not like we call blood, you know, water with with white blood cells in it and red red yeah fair i mean fair enough like that's what i'm saying is you could you could make the argument very easily that the fruit part which which is just nutritional sustenance for the seeds you could make the argument that that part is dead is inert and only the seeds are alive and i think that would be valid to say but for this for the same reason that you say conceptually you, you know you don't dig out the seeds and say hey here's the apple you know an apple is an apple and the 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 core component literally the core component is the seeds and that part is alive so what about strawberries de-seeded straw and de-seeded strawberries are strawberries alive until and if you de-seeded strawberries or not uh, interesting question i mean te- <laughs> technically i suppose yeah if it's not attached to the plant and the seeds are all gone then there's no living component to the strawberry so so, so it's no longer the strawberry it's just it's like not a this. strawberry anymore it's just a <laughs> When is this, the strawberries? Seedless the snoz, snozberries. Like, I call bullshit. That's not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not strawberries. You're selling. You're calling these strawberries. You should fake. start a campaign about all the the misinformation. <laughs> they say they're selling strawberries, but they're but this, not. They're not. <laughs> they're just. They're seedless. They're they're something. They're the remnants <laughs> of a dead the byproduct of <laughs> waste. <laughs> yeah. Strawberry waste. <laughs> it doesn't sell as well when you mm. call it that. <laughs> you want some waste? Oh, can I have a waste milkshake, please? One waste milkshake coming up. Strawberry byproduct. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I got three more. Okay. Uh, what about a fetus? A human fetus? Well, yeah. It's alive. What about a human corpse? 
No, it's not alive. <laughs> what about uh, Chat GPT? Um, in the same way, the internet's alive, but it's not. Okay, that's all. That's all I have. Yeah, the three, the three ending. I did. I, I kind of like in in the last episode. I didn't save up any grand, grand finale. Um, like yeah. I mean, really, it You know, by the time you work through a number of examples, it it becomes less interesting of a question, and it does become kind of like, oh yeah, that's alive, or oh yeah, that's not alive. I agree with you. And it kind of yeah. ce- ceases to become uh kind of a brain a brain teaser once you work through the reasons why something is alive or not but i don't know that i can't i don't know that i walked away smarter because of that i'm still wrestling with like all right there were some things about having potential for life like a seed so i tried to apply that logic to a couple others and i felt like i was wrong well Um, i wouldn't say i wouldn't if i was gonna define it i wouldn't say something is alive because it has the potential for life yeah, that's yeah. circular it is dormant yeah it is right it's dormant life i suppose is that a better word for it or is that still circular uh for it's a seed, alive because it's, it has dormant I'm, life like. yeah dormant is an actual term used to describe you know like seeds and stuff that their cellular processes are halted they're in a form of stasis or very very slow progression so that they can quote unquote live for a long time and the reason that's helpful for me is because we have this sort of simplistic, it seems not alive, it seems dead, but like framing it as it's not dead, it's dormant, yeah. like helps me understand that it's halted this process that would otherwise be pretty clear to observe. So do you want me to tell you at least one of the uh, definitions of what it is to be alive, the components of what it means yes, to, for but something can to be I argue, alive? Like, without going down the, the rabbit hole about fetuses, it it's not debated whether it's alive or not right that's not even a political point the political point would be that the fetus yeah, there's no is question. valuable or not there's just yeah. not a debate on that at all like, yeah there's yeah. zero question that a fetus is alive it is absolutely and unquestionably alive right so the debate would be whether it's valuable and worth keeping kind of thing yeah if you were going to have an ethical debate around it then yes the question would be yeah whether whether that life has any value or not Got it. Okay. Like you're talking about in the context of like abortion or something. Like abortion, right? That's yeah. where all I think that's where our minds went. But yeah, like or at least mine. And yeah. So. Well, I mean, I find it a fascinating moral topic, one that yeah we're not going to cover in this uh, in this episode. But in terms of whether a fetus is alive or not, yeah, that's not. There's no one who debates that question except for idiots, yeah. except for people who don't understand or people who have, you know, definitions of alive. You know where they would consider the internet alive or fire alive. Or, you know some non-scientific um, standard. Right. For there's not what a scientific. There's not a scientist out there that would say it. There's not even one scientist that's like a legitimate. Not not right. who wouldn't get instantly discredited by making that yeah. statement. Yeah. Because by you know by any consistent set of definitions, yeah, fetus would certainly be alive. Yeah. Um. um yeah, I want a definition of life. So I found the uh, the way that NASA describes life, and they, they give seven components, seven ways Ooh. to tell whether a thing is alive. So the first, in brief, is cells. Does it have cells? Is it a cellular organism? Having okay. cells is a common component of all life on Earth. Um, the second is reproduction. So... All life reproduces itself, 
there are different methods by which that can happen sexually or asexually or budding or this whatever. This is where viruses don't live up to their end. Is that right? They're uh, not reproducing. Or I guess they, they spread. They do. They reproduce, do reproduce, but but in a strange molecular cascade sort of way once they invade a cell. So. Um, I wouldn't be able, I wouldn't be able to argue on these grounds why, um, viruses are not alive using this definition. Um, I'm sure okay. you could read a ton about the nitty gritty details, but I did not prepare to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other third one is growth. So all life grows and develops I, I that to one. reach maturity. You did, you did guess and that reproduction one. in some way. Yeah. I think I've touched on that. Uh, this one you got, energy use. That's the fourth one. All life takes in energy to carry out its functions. Yeah. Um, then one that I wouldn't have included uh, in my definition is homeostasis. So the ability to maintain a steady internal environment regardless of the external environment. I don't know that I like would Like what? Like keeping one. your body temperature regulated? Is, yeah. Is, or for, keeping... For, for humans. Yeah. Um. I'm not Wait, sure. Wait, that seems that... complicated, I guess. I just... Well, yeah. Uh, see, I... Do you I mean, does it... Homeostasis sounds like a vague term in that, like, is it because, like, a plant is is a plant even when it's raining? <laughs> or, like, is that homeostasis? Like, in a vague way? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's raining, but it, so it didn't just sort of melt into nothingness, that it that it has some parameters and it sort of maintains Yeah, that. probably. Um, so the way... This just gives a little blurb about it. It says, uh, all living things exhibit homeostasis, which is the ability to maintain a steady internal environment regardless of their external environment. For example, most humans maintain a body temperature of 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit. Regardless of whether they're in the snow or the desert, homeostasis is achieved because of strict biochemical regulations in cells and organs. Now, obviously, not all living things are exothermic, meaning, you know, like we are, they give off energy um you know like classically reptiles aren't warm-blooded right but they do have internal homeostasis so again i would i don't know that i would have initially put this in my definition of what it means to be I just alive want one more example because that's the one my brain went to and but i need another one from a reptile or from a like how are they meaning they're not talking about body temperature they're not I want it's not necessarily metric. temperature yeah um, so i want to know how a plant maintains homeostasis well like homeostasis is you know sameness uh internal consistency uh, and so yeah i mean i think actually your your stab at it meaning that yeah it <laughs> maintains some internal consistency and form and doesn't just kind of melt away or morph uh totally yeah, to so match that, its environment it, like so even when the wind blows it like doesn't completely just change like change it yeah just, i would it just it, i would like to know the counter example uh that they were thinking Something about that's close they, to being alive, yeah, but right. no, it has <laughs> it has all the others, but not this one, and that's why. Oh yeah, we had we need to add homeostasis to our example. Now another thing I'll say is because I because this is NASA's definition, they may be like casting forward and thinking about oh if we find this crazy thing on another planet or an asteroid or something, you know we we want to give ourselves an out to say oh yeah this is not life because it's not homeostasis or something they they may be thinking forward to like we need to really flesh out this definition so that we can I think they'd want to call it things. life so they could put it in a in a like headlines that would be you know life on mars kind of thing who knows yeah i mean i don't know maybe 
They might also more definitions. All right. The the sixth might... one is uh, environmental response. All I don't know that I would have included this one either. All living things respond to the environment by sensing external stimuli and changing their biochemistry and or behavior. Like so growing that... toward the sunlight kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't know that this is necessary in a definition of a living thing, but they say it is. They say it's a component. Uh, and then the last one is adaptation. Uh, all living things adapt to external pressures and evolve because of them. So similar to responding to a stimulus. Adaptation? That's what, that's what they say. I'm just thinking that through. Um, it just sounds complex, but I guess it doesn't have to be. Um... Yeah, essentially this is saying things evolve. So it's not within a particular individual living thing's lifetime. It's over time, you know, between yeah, yeah. between generations fits, of things. This definition fits with like bioevolution kind of thing. Yeah. So those are the components that NASA uses to define living things. I wonder if I'd find science more interesting if I went back to like a high school ninth grade science class and go, oh, you know what? Like this totally makes sense. If I'd appreciate it more, whereas previously I just, it was such a drag and a task that I had to do and I had to memorize some things. But now I'd be more curious about, now that I have kind of a more poetic mind, I'd want to like <clears throat> use these, it'd all be inspirational to me and seeing the interconnectedness of, of living things and biology and just how stuff works like that's it's not that i'm innately against that stuff you know i find that reasonably curious so uh i'm disappointed in my high school self and <laughs> yeah yeah i didn't find biology that interesting in in high school i like chemistry more i just my my relationships with 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 subjects were completely dependent on teachers and I don't ha I did not have great teachers <laughs> that's really mean to say I just don't like or part of that was me I wasn't ready to have relationships with them so I should say instead of I didn't have great teachers I didn't have great relationships with teachers you aren't so, a great student yeah I mean I was an A isn't this weird I wasn't a great student but I was you an A student you were only an A student because grading sucks yes I was a straight A student and and, and, and I was playing the game like i gamed the system totally yeah, yeah it should yeah. not under a real evaluation i would not have been well, a student don't you think that pretty much every student games the system like our educational system is at this point yeah, pretty much designed to, to teach people to yeah well they teach people to game the system that's how you succeed yeah some people can't and whether they would be good at actual learning or not is kind of unknown, but they're not good at gaming. But probably the not. If you Pro can't do this game, not. what makes you think you could do another one? <laughs> sure. I know? mean, that's fair. I think that's that's so fair. So I was like potential and I did it. Uh, but that's the sad thing, right? Is that like we want to cultivate the ability to think critically, to learn, and to be inspired by all the different things we can observe and all the knowledge we could you know, gain and all yeah, that sort of scientific of investigation and all of that. But we don't, like, that's not what we teach. We teach how do you get a number, a particular number and in we general. Just teach and we do conditioning. bad at it. Like a lot of my, a lot of it was just like, hey, be, be, you know, turn I, and that's fine. do what I say I mean, and here are my individual rules about how yeah. that works, how each class works. You'd have to relearn. I mean, you learn each teacher. If you're talking about gaming the system, that's what I did is I would sure. learn what their preferences were, what they meant when if they 
said there might be a quiz versus there will be a quiz versus hint, hint, you might want to know this. I mean, these are like obvious examples, yeah. but, but it was all just, uh, or, ooh, this teacher clearly has a passion for this, so I bet on the free response, if I write about this, it's going to be more likely to be received well, like that kind of thing. Um, yeah, instead and, of like, you know, just being curious about the subject matter, it was just like, how long does this have to be? All of those questions, right? Is this actually graded? Do I have to do this? Yeah. When is it due? How I mean, all, all of those yeah. things, like all of the social components that you learned and all of the disciplinary tactics, you know, turning things in on time, working in a group, getting up and going to classes on time and so on, all that is important, but that's not the I would argue that's not the purpose of education. The purpose is the content, right? That's that's what we want people to learn is the stuff. Um, instead, we're, it's a, we're it's failing. It's an interesting to position because, like, I think I want to. That's a romantic notion that yeah, like that's what we're doing, and that's what we tell people is like you're taking these subjects to learn about these subjects, the stuff in these subjects. But I mean, I kind of like. I think we have to pause and say like, wait, what if it is just a to form good citizens and that are reasonably obedient and uh, that kind of thing like that. If that's the big picture sort of government thought process, it's like, let's, let's turn them if, out if, so that they're literate enough to follow directions and contribute to our, our society. And if make, that's make true, that. if that's true, then we're being lied to though. Right. Like that's not the, well, perp- I, that's not the purpose. I think, I think the overlap can be similar, like follow rules, but in order to follow complex rules that will contribute to this, like, working economic system then you have to be like you have to know some stuff <laughs> so they kind of can work in conjunction they're not always at, at odds it's not like one or the other so i don't know though oh yeah and, and we would be lying and it's nefarious and weird and it's social engineering and all that right too, so. yeah <laughs> yeah that's the part i don't like like things have a purpose and the purpose of going to school is to learn stuff like otherwise why have classes you know why have a math class and well a this is a really good question why do we have it it's not because the government loves you no <laughs> right like they're not interested in you <laughs> like they're not so why do we have it is a legit why do we have this like seriously why do we have it well we need to socially engineer you so that you're not committing crime and you're not bored and you're in like you'll actually contribute to our economy like and in so doing you happen to get a good like or the idea well, would be see, to, get, I think, to know some really good stuff because that's going to help us. You you learning will help us. I mean, that's a very instrumental way to to frame it. And I'm sure there are people who have who have thought in ways like that, but I think that like the real the real origination it was this kind of faux I, I won't even call it faux, but it was compassion, right? It was uh we want to help ev- everyone deserves an education. Some people, you know, know some things and tend to do better, and we've observed that. And so if we make everyone know things, then everyone will do better, right? That's the kind of notion. So we should educate everyone, therefore, and we can't allow people to fail. Like, yeah. we, we... I mean, I, I like that. We're, I, I, we're the holders of knowledge, and we know that when you learn things and gain knowledge, you do better. So we're going to enforce everyone to learn things and gain knowledge instead of like the iron the great irony is that if you just if you didn't require education then people would learn very quickly that they need education in order to succeed right they would learn a <laughs> lesson become valuable yeah it would yeah. it would be it would become valuable no question because you would fail at everything without learning some stuff so right. that's the part like i think that by forcing education on people we rob 
that we take the agency out of it. We the rob everyone of that. Yeah, all the of that. Thrills, right? The, all the yeah, stuff that you yeah. complained about, like you, because we forced education on you. You learn how to play the game. You learn how to succeed within that forced system. But right, I put you, my energy into this. Yeah, gaming. You totally did yeah. not put your energy into actually learning the stuff most of the time. Right. Maybe a few times you were inspired. That's partially because I was just like a boy, like staring at girls' butts and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I, and like wanting to be social and wanting to be cool. Like, those were my values. Is like I wish I could get girls. Yeah, but uh, really imagine fit in and play basketball and like. And but imagine also I got to do this grade stuff. Imagine if you didn't have that system imposed on you, though. Then, then like. Surely you're not telling me that you've never felt academic interest in a oh, thing. Oh no, I was definitely like a little philosopher kid too. Right. I would think so. Like questions. I really was. If you so. if you didn't have this thing imposed on you, then you might have been energized to follow those paths. And if you were energized to follow those paths, then maybe some of your friends would, or maybe girls would have been impressed by your following those paths. And if we had a different society that put the focus I, in a different area, then I do like that idea. Or or I even get it's tragic. What you're suggesting is tragic. Well, yeah, I like, think like, yeah, we've totally let screwed us get it up. bored. And yes, like, like, I never got bored because I was having to juggle and pre- like keeping my parents pleased with my grades and the whole grade systems. So that's what I mean by the gaming. I'll call yes, all that yeah, gaming, yeah. and then and then my passions, which was you know basketball and girls. But I had no idea how to have energy toward girls, so it was like more like but still i'll put it into just call it social energy and trying to network and have friends and like be and and then also like there was this little inkling of starting to watch good movies and feeling a little bit intellectual about that like so and just and and the true friendships that weren't work you know just talking about big picture ideas and being a little little philosophical so there was but like all of that was enough. I was full, and so yeah. I didn't get bored and have an existential. What do I want to do, and what do I, where do I want to throw my passions at? And to some degree, that like I I was either delayed or you could argue never found my passion. Like I just all right. I, then I went to college, but I was still busy. All the busyness prevents me from uh, like really engaging with a passion mm-hmm. so, so often. We just have such full and busy lives that like you don't engage in a passion. So. Well, that's yeah. a really twisted the, thought. But, uh, the yeah. busyness is forced on you. That's the problem. Like if you are self-motivated, busy, if you fill your life with things that you care about, then that's much more satisfying than otherwise. And yeah, also well, just what, another... I live a busy life now and it's sort of confusing. Like, okay, my job takes up so much of my life and then like, you know, having a wife takes up a big part of my life. Like all these things that are important. I love my career. I love my wife. Like, okay, great. But like... You know, I'm not sitting around reading books as much or just in, indulging my like intellectual whims really either. And I'm not bored. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I guess that's a good life, though. I have things that are important that I like doing <laughs> and I don't like a lot of it. Like I'm grading papers. So <laughs> I, I don't, I, well, you've yeah. heard the phrase lifelong learner. And, you know, that's what people aspire to. And that's what teachers in a lot of their happy talk say they want to cultivate in their yeah, students. Yeah. But but we fundamentally ruin that aspiration by putting an endpoint on school you know when you like people don't think people think i'm done with high school now i'm done with college like whew i made it like it's a it's a task an obstacle to be overcome and like it's really hard i would say and see if you agree that it's a very rare student who gets done with all that and just has a passion for learning and wants to continue learning stuff 
Yeah, it's usually like I drag myself across the finish line kind right. of thing. Yeah. I mean, UVA, I know, not UGA, but UVA. I remember I dated a girl that went there and they would not call them freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. It was first, second, third, and fourth year, which I guess sounds like almost Harry Potter-ish now. But like their philosophical belief was like, because learning education doesn't end. But it's that sounds, it's cutesy though. Like it's philosophically aligned with what we're talking about, but it's not putting into practice. It's still just getting a you know, your undergrad and it still ends. So. so that's why, like, I think that, you know, I don't know. Well, I don't want to get into it, I guess. What if they we, stop that? Fifth year, sixth year, seventh year? Like, and I'm in my 18th I just don't, year. I don't think it cool. should be, I just don't think it should be structured like that. I don't think you should have school that you go to. Like, it should have, it should either, it should be, have an instrumental purpose. Like you should say, I want to be a farmer. I'm going to farmer school. And you learn spe- the specific skills you need to do your job. And if we want some broader some broader educational system, then it should be voluntary and self-motivated. Like you shouldn't, I don't think we should foist this artificial program onto people because you just, you rob people of that desire to learn. Yeah, yeah. I I think we'd have to like learn as a society how to you, allow we would some boredom ha- yes. and misguide misguided and failure. People we would and have failure. to well, that's the thing, right? Is that we the bargain we've struck is that we are not going to we are not going to allow people to fail and we're going to spend billions and billions of dollars to make sure everyone has this baseline level of education even if they totally disregard it, suck at it, fail all of our tests. We're, we're still going to pay for it and everyone is going to have it, gosh darn it, no matter what. Yeah. And if it robs their souls and they don't want to learn <laughs> anymore and they're just cogs in our social machine, then we're going to do it anyway. And I, like, I understand the utility of that viewpoint. And obviously we have been, you know, as a society, somewhat successful. But I have my questions as to whether it's a long-term success or a short-term success. Well, I'll end with this thought then. I think... I like this idea, the utility of boredom or the, the, the usefulness of boredom, but we're also operating from like, we don't commit, like we'll get bored and we, we're probably not going to commit crimes. I'm curious if they scale this to like a, a bored society sounds like it could be dangerous. And maybe that's why they're like, oh no, let's not let them be bored. Uh, and that seems to be like a really driving factor of like, get everyone some baseline stuff. And out of, out of that, that sucks because people that just aren't, <laughs> jerks or or we're not going to just get bored and commit crimes or at least i don't think i would uh but yeah obviously you you know it's more complex than just in a bored society though well crime might like skyrocket like i don't know i don't i'm just thinking if we were allowing more boredom and more failure yeah i mean in our current society yeah it it would because we don't have a moral fabric we don't have good communities everyone's minds poisoned by yeah, there's not really pressure to be doing good right. in that way. Well, that's the thing. That... Like, lots. Well, I'm not even advocating that you know someone should change this now. I'm not advocating for change. I think we've we've chosen our path and we're kind of stuck with it until things either devolve or society you know slowly changes over time. So I'm not advocating for some massive monumental change necessarily. But if if someone was going to embark on this sort of change, then many other changes would have to come along with it in order for yeah, not crime not to skyrocket or a lot of people not die or starve or whatever, or the economy yeah. not to tank. It would require a lot of other changes too. So I'm not 
I'm not advocating for the change. I'm just thinking, you know, what if? Yeah. Yeah. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm done talking now. Th- yeah, that's the end. I did... I I uh I gave the worst intro introduction and so I figured <laughs> I'd also give a okay. bad okay all right go for it all right so, here's where's your ending let's hear it um uh, uh, legend of Bennett out <laughs> <laughs> you did it that was the worst <laughs> bye <laughs> dun, 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 dun. and.